Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Good morning. Good morning, Baruch Hashem. Let's continue the sugi that we started yesterday. As I mentioned to you yesterday, I'm going to say it again. It is a little bit of a complicated sugya. It's not the easiest of sugyas, but we're going to try to just go through as, you know, at least the surface level as much as we can to understand Be'ika, the kavona, the kivun, the direction that we're going to our shi'if or our goal is really to understand two things. And that is number one, Mazona's bread and pizza, which is hopefully going to be tomorrow's share, Be'ezus Hashem. After we've understood the introduction, after we understand where everything comes from, we can then understand where Mazonia's bread comes from, does it exist, and if it does exist, at what situation do I then have to wash? We're going to talk about that, we'll talk about pizza, Be'ez Hashem. Yesterday, we did a little bit of a Hagdama, of understanding uh, the bracha we make on a regular grain of wheat, starting from a shahakal, all the way down to a hadama, Mazonia's, then ultimately to a hamoitzi, when it reaches its peak, it's the greatest form when it gets to our Amoitzin, that's when it's baked. Uh, we also said that there are certain times that we can remove it from its din of Amoitzin, even though it's a grain that's been ground up into a dough and baked in an oven, which should mean it's a Amoitzin, but we can take it out of the din Amoitzin by doing three things to it, which we we're going to get into today. Agav, by the way, there are other things as well that maybe we'll get into. And that is, for example, if something is bread, mamish, and I turn it into mazoinus, for example, matzah bray is a big shayla on Pesach. That's going to be a big question. What din do you make? What, what brocha do you make on regular matzah that you put into egg and you put it into a frying pan and you turn it into a breakfast or whatever it may be on Pesach? When it's already got a din of bread, can I remove it from its din of bread? French toast, croutons, many of those sorts of shaylas when it was already bread. But what we're talking about over here is baking it, making it in a way that removes it from its din of hamotzi depending on how much you eat, which we're going to get to at a different time. Because obviously that will affect everything. Because you said yesterday, if you remember, that Midar Raisa, there's no nafkamina between a piece of cake and a piece of challah. There's no nafkamina between a pretzel and a piece of bread. La halacha la maisa, Midar Raisa, there's no nafkamina, they're all the same. It all comes from wheat which is ground and baked in the oven. So it's really Midar Raisa, it's all hamoitzi. So where did it turn into Mazonis? It comes from the following three things. And that is, we said, the Machlekes Rishonim, which we ended up yesterday from the Be'aloch and the Ma'amimotcha and other Achronim that say that there is a Machlekes and we paskin like all the Kula, which means we paskin like each and every one of them separately. And that is as follows, and let's go through them one by one. We said, number one, if it's filled with something t- sweet, then it becomes a mazonus. Number two, if it's baked with sweet, in other words, it's kneaded within the dough something sweet. And number three, if it's crunching, crunching, crumbly. If it fits any of those, one, it doesn't have to have all three, it's not like boire where you need all three conditions. If you have one of those conditions, the bread now becomes a boire mine mazonus, depending on how much you eat. Because if you eat that much of it, then of course it's going to be kaveh suda, which we'll get to how much that is. You have to become oitzi. What's that? A burnt toast? Good question. We'll get to that. Very good. Yosef, hold that question in. Great question. But um, the common denominator, the Tzad shava of all of the three Rishonim that we mentioned, why it turns it from a Hamoitzi to a Mazonis is, does anybody remember why? Why? Why does it become a Mazonis? Because no one's Kaveh Suda, because nobody eats that much of it. When something is sweet, you don't eat that much. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. No, not true. 
No, you can't be conveying suda on sweet, sickly sweet stuff, dry, crumbly things. You could eat the amount, and we'll talk about it, that you may have to wash. But generally, people don't eat that much of crumbly, crunchy, or very, very sweet things. Yes, sir? It's a great question. We're going to have to talk about that. That's a great question. People are Kaveya Suda. So the question is, does it make a difference if I'm not Kaveya, but if everybody else is Kaveya? We'll, we'll have to get to that. We've got a lot to get to. What I want to do today, before we get to the actual Suga Mazonis rolls and bread and pizza, I want to get to, just to define the three conditions of the Rishonim. Right? This is very Nagaya. For example, uh, a woman called out a couple of weeks ago. She was making challah, and she wanted to put in, in the rolls, little miniature rolls for the kids, take the, to the gun, to school, whatever. She wanted to put in chocolate chips. Makes the kid want to eat it. Regular bread, normal, regular challah, as if you're making challah for Shabbos. And you sprinkle in a couple of chocolate uh, chips inside, close it up, you bake in the oven, it's kishmak. The child eats it, it's nice chocolate chips, it gets them to eat it. What broccoli does that make? Okay, so that's, that's what we're going to get into. Let's start number one. Let's start number one, and that is if it's filled with something sweet. Condition number one of the Rishonim, Rabbeinu Hananan, and the Rashba, if it's filled with something sweet, it becomes a Boi Minei Mazonis. That's a very important thing. We're talking about regular challah, regular dough. The dough is not sweet, but you fill it with something sweet, it becomes a Mazonis. So two conditions. Number one, it has to be baked together with the item that it's filled with. You can't open up a challah, fill it with some chocolate chips, and eat it and say, well, it's filled with something sweet. It's now Mazonis. It doesn't work that way. It has to be baked together with the sweet thing. That's number one. And number two, it doesn't necessarily have to be on the inside. It can also be on the top as well, which is why pizza might be okay theoretically, because it's on the top of the bread. It's not on the inside of the bread. It doesn't have to be a pocket mamish, even though the Lashon of the Roshonim is it's a pocket filled with something sweet. But it can also be on the top. So if you've got chocolate chips on the top, that might be okay. Now, the general rule with these things are that it has to be a nice amount of sweetness that you can taste it. If you cannot taste it, that's not really be good enough. In fact, the Lashon of the Mogin of Rome, which is also the Loshan of the Shulchan Al-Kharav in the Graz, the Balatanya, is that the Miloi, the filling, must be the Ika. Agav, there's dough there. Agav, there's dough there. You know, again, think about it. You take a few chocolate chips and sprinkle it into your roll, how could you say that the Ika is the chocolate chips? Now, I have a kasha for the Olam. When you go to the store, you buy a Rogalach, right? You buy Rogalach, you buy all these sorts of things, Danishes. Would you say that the Ika is the chocolate filling? I'll give there happens to be some dough over there. I'll give there's dough there. Is that, is that what it is? The sugar is the icky, you're saying. I mean, really, you're eating sugar and chocolate. I'll give they put some mazonis there because you want to make a bracha mazonis, may a bracha whatever it is. Is that what? You'd only buy chocolate. I mean, if you wanted chocolate, you'd buy a bar of chocolate. It's the combination. It's the combination, but is that the icky? That's true. But do you say that the ikur of the roglach is a chocolate? There are some roglach in this country that's takarazo. It's almost oozing out over there. It's all over the place. No, that I hear. That I hear. But there are certain roglach that you could buy that have very, very shvacha chocolate filling. What? Back in America? Oh, wow. We found something that's not as good. Wow, this is Gavaldi. No. <laughs> yeah, the Israeli ones are better. Wow, look at that. Paris Heritage Stroll. That's my Yudik. Paris Heritage Stroll. Ah. Ah. I'll call him. I'll call him. According to the Achreinim, this condition has to be that the filling is the Ika. 
Which means, if you want to make your rolls for your kids, mazonas, you have to put enough sugar, whatever it is, chocolate chips, whatever you're putting inside, to make it that that's really hosh of amount, rather than to sprinkle a couple inside and say, I'm yotza, it's now a mazonas. Okay, Ben, you with me? It's very, very important. There is, by the way, there are rogalach, I don't know what they're called, maybe lemon ones or something, that they bake them regular, and right when they come out of the oven, you like you put them, you brush over some sugar water or something. You know what I'm talking about? It gives the glaze. Would you consider that to be the ikka? Well, why would that be Amazonas? It's regular normal color. It just happens to have a glaze on top. Okay. The post can say that because it's eaten in a small way. What? That's because ikka a toffel. That's a different child. We're not done with the ikka v'tofel over here. We're talking about taking the mazonis and t- the hamoitzi, the bread, turning it into mazonis. Different child. But good question. Dough is no, no. I'm talking about it's not sweet. We're talking about the dough is not sweet. Sweet bread. Okay, that's the next one. Yeah. Danish kavir. So the most of the post can say even if it's not the ikka, the most the minig is to make a mazonis on it because it's baked in a small quantity, which means that people are not kavir sudo on it. The derech is to make a mazonis, but it's a bit schwer. It's a bit schwer. Okay. Rabbi said condition number two. Okay, not familiar with me. Condition number two. Ready to move on? Okay, let's go. Zev. Talking about sweet things. Not sweet things. No, it's not sweet bread. Okay, next. Uh, the next condition that we said was that the dough is actually kneaded with something sweet. Now, here we get onto the sugya of mazonis rolls and pizza, because everybody knows when you go to pizza, what happens? Oh, it's, it's got the sweet stuff in the dough, right? So let's, before we get to the actual sugar pizza, let's understand this condition, okay? What does this mean? What does this mean? First of all, you know what, actually, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do the other way around, just because then we're going to be in the order of, of pizza and everything else. Let's go to the other condition, which is the Oroch Meshem Rabhai, which means it's dry, crunchy, and crumbly. Something like that is considered to be a mazonus. Why, says the Mishtabur? Because you don't eat it. All you do is you just chew it. It's The says it's very, very hard. We're talking about pretzels. We're talking about crackers. We're talking about hard cookies. All of these things are mazonus. Most people don't even know why that one second, one second. Most people don't even know why they're Amazonas. The reason why they're Amazonas is because people are not Kameh Suda on something that's dry, crunchy, and crumbly. And therefore, pretzels, crackers, all of these things have a din of Amazonas. Beware. If you eat enough of them, which we will discuss, of course, according to everyone, you have to wash, have to make hamotzi, and you have to bench. That's the kuleyalma. Nobody argues with that. If you eat enough crackers and eat enough pretzels, that your kaveh suda, which we will discuss, what that means, you're going to have to wash and bench. However, the shaila raboisa is. I have a great eitzah. Yosef brought this up. I don't want to wash for breakfast. Not because I don't want to wash my hands, not because the water is nice and warm and geschmack and it warms my hand in the morning when it's cold outside, it's geschmack, but rather because I'm worried I'm not going to have kavana and benching. I'm, not, I'm, I'm worried that Pasha's not going to have right kavana and benching. So I'd rather not bench. That's a normal thing that people have, right? Okay. So therefore, I've got a great eitzah. Why can't I take my bread, put it into a toaster, even if the toaster wasn't tovel, because you have a motion that holds you, don't have to tovel it, right, Morty? You don't have to tovel the toaster anyway, because it just makes bread hard. That's Lashon of Ramosha. So I can take my bread, make it very, very hard, crunchy and crumbly and dry. I no longer have to wash. You like it, Zev, no? What are you, Taina? Boish, no, no. What are you, Taina, no? 
No, I'm going to mummish make it hard. I'm going to make it hard. New BA, what are you telling It's a great eight, Hello? Do I with me? I can make Amazonas on it now because now it's dry and crumbly. Now you like that. Like, you should be like, no, no, I, I want to wash. I want to wash. I want a bench. Don't take it away from me. The answer is absolutely not. Once something has a chalois of being a hamoitzi, which it did when it was bred, in order to take it out of the chalois of being a hamoitzi and turning it to mazonis, you're going to have to either put it in water and boil it, or take it less than a kazayat, which we'll discuss maybe if we get to that sugya. That's all different sugya. But once it has a dinner of mazonis, it's different. So when it comes to melba toast, I don't even know what melba toast is. Oh, very nice. Okay. Melba toast. That's at mazonis. Why is that? No. What little crackers, basically. Fancy name. So, Melba toasts are very geschmack. They are mazonas. Aye, bread. Just, they just made it extra crunchy. doesn't make a difference. It was made al daskin. If you look, by the way, in many of the shame of the packages of these crackers, it actually says it's made with bread meyuchad. Dafka for this. Croutons, for example, would be another example. Croutons are regular bread that they cut into little strips or little, you know, little cubes and they either fry it or bake it, whatever it is, and therefore that's going to be a mazonis, right? Again, without the shallow, whether you have to make a mazonis if it's in the soup, ik of a toffel, we're not learning semi base right now. It's not again. Wow, 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 wow. No. Yeah, the bread ones are mazonis because they make it al daske. If you make it at home, that's a different shayla. No, if you make it at home, that could be a dinner by mozi because you took your bread and cut it up, which we're not going to go into now because you put it into water. That's going to be a problem. Oh, the regular croutons? No, they take bread, they just crisp it up in the oven. That's fine. You have to know. Rabbi said, what about matzah? What bracha do we make on regular, normal matzah, Rabbi Sai? Regular, normal matzah. So, so one second. So the Yushalmi says that on Pesach, since, says the Yushalmi, all we have is matzah, Mimela has to be a hamoitzi, because this is the bread for Pesach. As I stated, Yushalmi. Now, many of the posts can bring down I'll bring the list in a moment. Many of the posts can bring down that since it's the derech to be koveya suda on matzah, a person can eat matzah with tuna, with cheese, whatever it is, he can be koveya suda on matzah. Since it's the derech to be koveya suda on matzah, he makes a moitzi. As they pass in the marsham, the heilige marsham, the Knesset Gedoyla, the Eishel Avon, the Tzitz Eliezer, the Shevet Alevi, the Minchas Yitzchok. I will tell you, however, there are Vosna and Shevet Alevi, in the first Chelek of Shevet Alevi, Chelek Aleph Simen Reishei, brings down that really during the year you should not be making our moitzi on matzah, as I pass in Ravosna, you should not be making our moitzi, says Ravosna from Bnei Barak, you should not be making our moitzi on matzah. However, the minag is too, but he writes, it's roi lahachme for a person not to make our moitzi on matzah unless he's using it for lecha mishnah. As I used to psak la from Ravosna. Chachamovadia brings down in Yabia Oima that a Yerushamayim should really eat matzah within a Suda's pass. Because it's a sophic what brocher is, so Svadim really says Ravadia only to eat it within a Sudas pass. And Rabbi Shai, let's just end off with one last thing, and that's the last third condition, Rabbi Shai, and that is the condition of the dough that is kneaded with something sweet. And that's going to lead us to Mazonis rolls and pizza, because all of that have this sugar. And this is the Rambam. The Rambam holds that if you nilush, if you knead within the dough something sweet, so then it's considered to be a sweet dough and it's okay. But listen to the 
Loshen of the Shulchan Aruch. The Loshen, and this is going to be very Nagedis Arachdoma into Mazonis rolls, which we'll do tomorrow. The Loshen of the Shulchan Aruch is, Vuhu Shetam Taroivas Ambe Peiris Ayatavlin Nika Beisa. Says the Shulchan Aruch, you have to be able to recognize when you bite into the dough, oh wow, this is really sweet. Now you're going to have to figure out if your regular Mazonis roll, you can bite into it and you can literally taste so clearly that it's considered to be something sweet. The Beis Yosef says you need, number one, Roiv May Paris. The majority of the liquid in the dough is fruit juice. And number two, also has to have an actual sweet taste. The Ramas that comes along and the Ramas says we only call it Pasabar Bakistan if the Ikatam is for the sweetness. V'chein Noyagin. And therefore, we're going to have to figure out if number one, our Mazonis rolls have this sweetness there. Number two, can we taste it? If you don't taste it, but it's got Roiv May Paris, is that good enough? And number two, or number three, what happens if you go to a pizza store and they want to be cheap about it, so they don't use actual, actual fruit juice, they use, you know, fruit juice which is basically going to be concentrated, and they take some, whatever it is, some petal or concentrated stuff, add water, and add that to the dough, is that going to be good enough or not? We'll get to it tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.